Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Rep. You're here today with Spring and Andrew, your favorite internet sex personalities, answering your questions about sex, sexual health, love, romance, relationships, herpes, gonorrhea, chlamydia, friends, enemies. Pretty much we'll talk about anything. How are you today, Spring? I'm so excited. It's December. We've been doing these monthly theme podcasts now. And so December is no baby month. (laughs) no baby December right Um, I mean I'm planning on having all of my months be no baby month and I'm gonna keep it that way for the foreseeable future Um, but yeah we want to help you all celebrate the season Uh, we know that if you're 21 plus there's lots of festivities and probably some drinks and New Year's Eve is coming up and you know I was born in September and I'm pretty sure I was a New Year's Eve uh oh oh wait I know I was um so uh, we're going to try to prevent you from having someone like me. Uh, so this month, it's come about on, come on, protection. Come on. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we got to be real about uh, about it. Like, uh, we know that, you know, there's a lot of September babies, one of the most popular baby months, because people are out there having all kinds of sex in December and January. And we're going to try to help you this month not have a baby. Unless you want to have one, um, we'll have that episode at some point. Things that you can do to... In, enhance pregnancy outcomes rather than don't that get pregnant not this month yeah that this month we're, we're not we're maybe in january no no just kidding um but uh i i realized i was talking to spring a couple weeks ago um and i was going through our list of episodes i think we're at almost 180 now which is wild um congratulations spring i think you're like my now second longest uh romantic relationship uh third <laughs> something like that um but we haven't is, done is this podcast a romance I mean, <laughs> how many hours I put in every week? Uh, like this is a serious investment, um, but it's totally worth it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we haven't talked about condoms. We haven't talked about how to use condoms. But before we talk about condoms, I want to talk about Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is great. For those of you who don't know or who don't follow our social media, Spring and I were just in Puerto Rico last week talking about the sex rap and all of you. Um, We've been having conversations with you. We've been collecting some survey data from all of you. and We got to share it with the world of sex researchers. So shout out to Quad S. Um, Shout out to Puerto Rico for hosting it and letting us have a fabulous time. Uh, We talk about COVID a lot on the show too in puerto rico you do it right i am so jealous like spring and i got covid carded everywhere we had to wear masks everywhere it was a fantastically safe voyage and i had a lovely time talking about sex with the wonderful beautiful people of puerto rico it was so great and it was so great to see you irl not yeah. through a screen <laughs> it, it had been two years right like yeah, normally spring yeah, and i yeah. see each other every i don't know sometimes every two months sometimes every six months but we see each other at least once or twice a year and it's been multiple years. But now now we can slide back into, you know, real life slide visitation. Right Yay. We're talking about condoms today, though. We're talking about male condoms, talking yeah. about like just normal condoms, the kind you see at a gas station bathroom, the kind you get for free at a college dorm, the kind that Spring and I will probably send you when we do a little condom giveaway on our social media next week. Uh, so check out our Instagram. We'll be do, doing a little contest where we'll send you little love bags full of condoms. And, you know, we have talked a lot 
about condoms on this show, um, but not specifically just how to use a condom. And we've had an episode about female condoms. Uh, that's episode 246. And we also talked about dental dams on that episode. And we've talked about how effective condoms are, um, episode 260. So there are a lot of things we've talked about related to condoms, but we haven't even actually ever talked about how to use one, which I think is pretty crazy. Yeah, I feel like we uh, <laughs> didn't do due diligence. If I was writing like a syllabus for a class or something, I put condoms pretty early on in because it's one of those really important skills. Um, so I also think it's important when we talk about condoms, like even if you're never planning on using one, or even if you think that it's someone else's job to use one, it's always good to know how to use a condom because your friend needs your help, right? Like, so we're going to talk to you about how you can use a condom, but you take these skills and, you know, we all have some friends who desperately need to start using some condoms. Um, and, and I, I mean, we love condoms. Condoms are amazing. Uh, Skin Condoms is working with us right now. Uh, so you've probably heard the ad if you're listening to the episode, but like condoms are everywhere and they're valuable and they protect you, right? They protect you from babies. Uh, if you don't want babies, condoms are great. But they also protect you from a whole flurry of uh, sexually transmitted infections, right? So great at preventing HIV, great at preventing gonorrhea and chlamydia. Like they're really effective and useful and they should be your best friend and you should have some for you um, and for a friend. Yeah. And yeah, I love what Andrew said about, you know, it's how important it is to know how to use one and to practice using one. Um, and you can practice using one on many types of things that you find around the house if you are not a penis owner. So um, it is really good to practice because it's a very simple thing to do, but it's kind of difficult in the heat of the moment, especially if you haven't done it several times before, right? So the more often that you actually have tried it, you've actually opened a wrapper and put one on, the easier it is. And then you're going to feel more confident and you're going to feel more um, ready when the time comes and you're not going to like fumble it or feel jittery. So the practicing of this is really important. So that's why we're going to talk about how to do this today. And then that's going to be our number one tip is go practice, practice, practice doing this. I mean, if you are ever at the university where I teach and you take my sex class, I will have you practice. I bring in fruits. I bring in vegetables and carrots and bananas and zucchinis and squashes and corn on the cob. There's some like some circumcision that happens during that. You have to take the, the to shuck the corn. Is that the right word? You have to shuck it before you can <laughs> put, put the condom on. Um, but I mean, condoms should just be the most normal thing in your everyday life um, because they keep you safe. They keep your friends safe. Uh, and I mean, it's really important for for women to know how to use condoms, too. It absolutely shocks me. You know, like, you know, I'm a college professor. I talk to 20 year olds uh, and the vast majority of women have never put a condom on anybody at any time. Um, the other thing that you can do if you know how to put a condom on, right, is you can tell if someone does it wrong. And if someone does it wrong, you need to stop that, reverse it, fix it. Because if you use condoms effectively, they're 98% effective at preventing pregnancy, right? I mean, it's incredibly effective. If you use them ineffectively, right? If you don't know what you're doing, if you mess it up, they're 85% effective. Yeah. I was going to say, let's talk about the things that decrease the effectiveness, because I think those are the, the number one kind of mistakes or what we want to talk about. And the number one mistake, the number one problem that people have when using condoms is that they put the condom on too 
late to like when should you put the condom on right as Uh, soon as the penis is erect (laughs) get it on there and the thing is a lot of people will complain about condoms they'll say oh it's not sexy or i lose my erection or you know it takes me out of the moment um just like affirmative consent can be hella sexy effing sexy like yeah do you like this ah is this good uh does this feel good oh do you want more like say yes to those things, right? You know you're doing a good job. You can make putting a condom on really sexy and fun as well. Um, But you want to make sure you put it on before you're getting closer to that point of penetration. And we highly recommend using condoms for both oral and vaginal and anal sex. Um, Wait, I'm sure I've said it before. Every, Every once in a while, I have a conversation and people are like, oh, flavored condoms. That's so weird. Why would you use those? Spring, why why are there flavored condoms? Because... Anytime a penis is entering an orifice, so any hole in someone's body that a penis is entering, we want to be protecting both partners. It's not just one partner, it's protecting both partners. So flavored condoms are for when a penis is entering a mouth hole. And we want to be protecting both the mouth owner and the penis owner's parts. And so putting a flavored condom on it's going to make sure that there is this level of protection, but the flavor on it is so that the person who is performing oral sex also doesn't just have to taste the flavor of latex, which is not super sexy on its own, unless you have a latex fetish, which is perfect for that. But if you don't, then you're going to want to have flavored condoms because it's going to give you this nice burst of fun flavor as you are performing oral sex when i was a lad um, (laughs) i had condoms with spermicide and then i used one of those before or okay spermicidal condoms don't use them for oral sex flavored condoms use them for oral sex but flavored condoms are also safe for vaginal and anal sex um that's Let's talk about what uh, spermicidal condoms are. So those are just condoms that have um, a coating on them that is going to help uh, kill sperm. (laughs) So we are going to use those um, if you are trying to prevent pregnancy. Really good for that. Um, But if you are putting a penis into a mouth, no need to use that. And it will not taste good and it will feel gross and probably a little stingy in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, F minus experience. Um, and also, uh, you know, the those condoms, Noxinal 9 is the uh, spermicidal agent on most of them. Uh, and it's really irritating to vaginas and anuses too. Um, so like some people your body is fine with it. But a lot of people think they have a latex allergy, but they're allergic to the spermicide as well. There are so many different kinds of condoms that we could talk about. Um, A couple more we should, but we'll get back to them. We'll talk about it right when we get back from break. I was trying to say we're going on break. Okay, break. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back from break. Now, hopefully your condoms don't break. Um, uh, Bad joke. Uh, But if you use them correctly, they're much less likely to. Um, But we were just talking about spermicidal lubricants and we were talking about flavored condoms, right? Flavorful condoms are for oral sex. Um, There's three major types of condoms as well, right? So we have the normal latex condoms, we have the polyurethane condoms, and then we have animal skin condoms. And they all have different purposes and different reasons why people like or dislike them. 
Uh, why don't we talk about latex condoms first? So latex condoms are highly effective at preventing both pregnancy and sexually transmitted infections. Um, some people don't like latex because some people are allergic to latex and some people don't like the smell of latex. Um, some Reminds people- them of the dentist. Some people think uh, that the latex ones don't feel quite as nice. Um, but then a lot of people like the latex ones too. So latex condoms are a great option. And if somebody doesn't like latex options, then we also have the polyurethane condoms. And polyurethane condoms are great. Uh, a lot of the same brands like, you know, like Trojan and Durex and Skin, they have all of the different kinds of condoms. So you just look for polyurethane. People are not allergic to polyurethane. So if someone says they're allergic to latex, um, and latex allergies come in a lot of different forms. Sometimes people get a rash. Sometimes it's itchy. Sometimes it's irritation. Sometimes they swell up, right? So it can have lots of those. If any of those happen to you after you use latex, uh, to switch to polyurethane. And people like polyurethane better for a lot of reasons. It can be thinner. Um, it's much better at heat transfer. Um, and if you're using a latex condom, you have to be really careful with the kind of lubricant that you're using. You can't use anything at all with oil. Um, I used to do a demonstration with latex condoms where I would blow one up in class and then ask somebody for chapstick or, or lip gloss. And then I would just sort of like rub a little bit of it onto the condom. And after a minute or so, it would break, right? So latex condoms will break down with any kind of oil or oil-based lubricant. So you need to be pretty careful. And you wouldn't actually probably see the breakage. What would happen when you were having sex? So in that instance, in that example, the condom's blown up. So it's like very stretched a lot thinner. But during sex, if you're using a latex condom and you use some type of oil lubricant, it would just start to break break down the condom, and then there would be the um, ability for uh, infections, um, maybe possibly even sperm to get through the condom, right? So the reason that you don't want to use the oil-based lube is so that you're not breaking down the latex and then decreasing the effectiveness of the condom. So you wouldn't, it wouldn't explode inside of you, like, <laughs> like in the example in class, uh, but it would uh, be a problem. So that's a Another reason that we're talking about the um, the non-latex condoms, you can use other types of lube with them. Right. So uh, when we look out there, like a lot of people like things like baby oil or coconut oil for lubricant, um, and they work, right? They can be a lot of fun. Uh, don't use those with a latex condom. But if you're using polyurethane, you can use silicon-based lubricants, you can use water-based lubricants, and you can use oil-based lubricants. They're great for all of them. Um, so... Polyurethane condoms there, yeah. And then the third kind of condom we don't talk about very much. It's the animal skin condom. Um, yeah, Spring's shaking. Like, I wish you could see her. She's just sort of like shaking her head no right now. I'm just like, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, there's a reason we don't really talk about them. <laughs> yeah, but there, there, there are some people, um, they used to be used when people had latex allergies or there's some like religious backgrounds that you're supposed to use animal skins. Um, if, 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 if you need them, that that's fine. Uh, the thing with animal, animal skin condoms is that there's big pores inside of them. So they'll stop sperm, right? They're, they're effective at preventing pregnancy, but they are not very effective at preventing sexually transmitted infections. Um, so if you are in a relationship and you have a reason where you don't want to use latex or polyurethane, then you can use the animal skin ones as well. It's essentially like, you know, if you eat, uh, if you are, if you eat meat, and you eat a sausage, like the, the sausage casing, essentially, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you think? 
do you want to eat my meat comes from, right? It's like that sausage <laughs> trapper. Uh, anyway, okay. those are the three main kinds of condoms. There's actually dozens of other kinds of condoms out there around the world. Whenever you, Wherever you are, if you're listening to this episode, just make sure that the kind of condom that you're getting is approved by the health organization in your country and that it's highly effective. I see goofy things come up all the time, like spray they, a, a bottle that you could spray a condom on or sticker condoms. Like, I don't think I would trust somebody with a sticker or with a spray on condom unless it was like my partner and it was just being like a fun, sexy kind of thing that we're doing. Um, get that latex, get that polyurethane and get a good lube. We, our, our first or second episode was why we love lube. Condom and lubes go together. If you're using a condom, have lube with you. Use that lube and condom together. If you have a penis, put a couple drops of lube on the inside of the condom. It makes it feel better for you as well. But lube, you, lube plus condom, both together. Always. So let's talk about some of the other most common mistakes. So I want to get through those common mistakes because I think those are the things that we really want to try to reduce here. So we already talked about um, you need to put the condom on as soon as possible because it's preventing things. So if you put it on later, then the possibility is that you've already transmitted something, right? And so skin-to-skin contact of genitals can transmit a lot of the infections. So you want to try to put the condom on as soon as possible to reduce any possibility of transmission. I mean... You have to keep your condom somewhere cool and dark and dry as well. So uh, wallets and purses and backpacks are not perfect. Like purses and backpacks are okay as long as you're not like leaving it in there for six months. But, you know, as it jiggles around inside, it can create micro tears. It can become less stable. It can be more likely to break when it's used as well. Um, so making sure that you store them somewhere safe. Um, that's why you have a bed table bedside tables or dressers or little boxes that you put next to your bed or wherever you're having sex just making sure that you keep them somewhere cool and dry treat them almost like a medication you don't want to like leave them in your pocket because they'll get gross yeah so i would say the um next most common mistake that people make when they're using condoms is that when they start to put it on the penis they start to put it on and then they realize they can't roll it down because they've accidentally put it on upside down and and then they just flip it over and roll it down. And that's a huge problem because now they had the outside of the condom touch the tip of the penis and then realize it was wrong and flip it over. But now the tip of the penis and any of the uh, things that the penis has been excreting already are on the outside of the condom, which is about to go into the other partner. So if you pull out a condom and start to roll it on and you realize, oops, you've started to roll it on the wrong direction, it won't roll on, throw it out get another condom. Yeah, that's really important. Um, I have a seven step method for using condoms. And that is step number three, uh, you have to figure out which side is inside, inside, which is the inside and what is the outside. And it really should just look like a little bowler hat, like a little hat where you can hold it up and it makes sense. Like you can roll it on your finger a little bit to make sure that it works. But you want to keep all of the excretions from the penis out of all of the other orifices. Um, and it's really much more of a problem with STIs, STDs. Um, there's a, like a, 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 an infinitesimally small chance that there could be a few sperms that could cause a pregnancy, but really it only takes a tiny drop of that kind of pre-cum to spread something like gonorrhea or chlamydia. So you should be really careful with that. Yeah. So if you take it out of the package, 
try to roll it down on your finger a little bit first before you try that on the condom. And then that's going to prevent you having to throw out as many condoms. (laughs) I've thrown out so many condoms because it's like sometimes it's dark or sometimes it's late or sometimes you're tired and you think you have it the right way. And then you start to roll it on and you're like, oh, man, I got to do this all over again. (laughs) I think Spring and I have something called condom privilege where we literally have thousands of condoms sitting around in boxes in our houses and apartments and uh, offices, just condoms. It's easy for us. But if you don't have a lot of condoms around, just just pay attention. I think we should talk about the seven-step method, and then we can talk about errors at all of those steps. How does that sound? Because that's like a nice, smooth way to get through. Let's go. Number one, the first thing that you should do when you get a condom, I call it checking the bubble and the expiration date. Um, condoms expire. Uh, if you've had one sitting around for a while, it might be out of date. And what happens when condoms expire is they're much more likely to tear or break during sex. Um, and checking the bubble is the second thing. Like you should be able to squeeze the condom and it should have like an air bubble inside. So it like it, there's no leak, right? So no one has put a pin through it. It hasn't broken in your pocket. Like just making sure that that condom is secure inside of that little pouch. Yeah, and so the expiration date is printed on the outside of every condom wrapper. So if you don't see an expiration date on it, don't use it also. There should always be an expiration date on any approved condoms. So make sure that you see an expiration date on it um, and you want to say, yep, okay, this one is still ready to go, ready to be used, and ready for us. I actually have a little bowl of expired condoms, and I do experiments with students as well. And just like we take them out and use them on fruits or vegetables, they they break a lot more easily Like once they're expired. So just, just be careful with them, check that expiration date, and make sure that air bubble is intact on the inside. Um, okay, step number two. Once the penis is erect, right, then you open it with your fingers, not with your teeth. Right. So you don't want it open before the penis is erect. You don't want to be like all those silly shows and uh, pornography, like they show people like ripping it open with their teeth and like being fancy. You don't want to fancy open a condom. I know. Anytime I've seen someone take it toward their mouth, I'm like, stop, what are you doing? (laughs) But that is a thing a lot of people want to do because they've seen it happen. So um, anytime you see someone doing that, say, oh, let's Let's just open it with our hands to make sure we don't tear it. And when you're opening the condom, you can kind of squeeze the condom um, down a little bit so that it's not in the line of your tearing. So like as you're about to tear it, instead of tearing straight into the condom, you can squeeze the condom to one side of the package and then tear open the package so that you know that you're not uh, disrupting the condom at all um, during that process. All right. Your teeth are sharp. Like, that's the point of your teeth. You don't want something sharp next to a condom. And I'm certain that every single person here has cut themselves while opening a package, right? Like, packaging is sharp. So Spring's absolutely correct. You want to squish it to the side so you don't get the sharp packaging abrading that condom and making it more likely to have a tear as well. All right. Step number three is figuring out which side is inside and outside. We already sort of covered this one. Um... After you play with condoms a little bit, it gets easier and easier to sort of see what it is, but always check. And like Spring said, you just throw it away. If the outside of the condom hits the penis, then you throw it away. All right. Number four is making sure that there's a semen reservoir inside of the common. Common. I also call this a little bubble at the top of the penis. So like we want a bubble in the condom wrapper before we open it. We want a little bubble up at the tip of the penis as well. Right. So when you do this, 
you you pinch the tip and a lot of condoms have a guide for you. They already have that little thing at the tip of it, but you pinch about a half of an inch or about a centimeter and you hold it as you unroll the condom. So you just pinch it, you hold it about a half of an inch. Um, and this is where, if you want, you can apply a drop of lube on the inside of the condom to make it feel a little bit better for the penis. But you pinch, you keep that bubble there. I'm going to use bubble from now on. So it's just all about bubbles. <laughs> but we don't want air in that bubble. That's the tricky one. So we want air in the first one and we don't want air in the second one. <laughs> yep. And once you get that tip, the next step is you unroll that condom all of the way, all the way, all the way down to the base. Like even if this is if, you, if, there, if there's a monster penis that's like, you know, nine or 10 inches, you unroll it the whole way. You want it all the way down to the base. And that's to protect everybody, but also to prevent it from potentially falling off or sliding off. Right. So you want to hold that tip, slide it all the way down to the base. And if the condom does not reach the base of the penis, that could be possible with some condoms and some penises then you want to look for other condoms that will fit that penis. And there are condoms that will fit that penis because there are so many different sized condoms. It's so cool how many different sizes of condoms. It's like over, what is, what does one condom brand have? Like over a hundred sizes. Yeah, I thought it was like 108 um, the last time I looked. Yeah. It's crazy. So, um, if you need an extra long condom or bigger in any way or smaller in any way, those condoms definitely exist. One size condom is going to fit. I'm going to say 90 some percent of people. It's like there's a very small percentage of people that really cannot fit with a regular size condom. So if someone claims that it doesn't fit, I'm just going to say, just don't believe them. But then if you try and you notice that there's still a lot of space that is not being covered by the condom, then you're going to need to look for some uh, more special sizes of that condom. Yeah. Most of the time when we were looking at things like Trojans and all the other XL, like, uh, what are they called? Uh, the big Trojans, the the gold ones? Uh, King. Magnum. The Magnums, Magnum. the Kings. Um, most of the time, they're actually just longer. Right. Most yeah. of them are not wider. They're just longer. Um, and you see all those goofy things like people putting condoms over their head or putting like their whole foot or their whole arm into a condom. Condoms are super stretchy, but they can be uncomfortable, which is why having the right size condom is important. So, you know, 90 percent plus of men are perfectly able to use that generic condom that you see sitting out at the health center's desk or all of those other places. But if, you know, if, if it's too big or if it's too small or if you're uncomfortable, just find one that actually fits. Yeah. All right. The condom is on, and then now you do the thing, whatever whatever, whatever that <laughs> put, thing is. Put the penis in a hole. And with that, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Enjoy the <laughs> penis in a hole. All right. We're talking about condoms today. We're talking about types of condoms, types of lube, what we do with condoms. We just talked about putting penises into holes, orifices. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I mean, some men use condoms for like uh, fleshlights, too, to keep it easier. So sometimes people are using condoms for sex toys, too, right? Just like for easy cleanup. I actually have a lot of female friends who prefer condoms because it's easy cleanup at the end, too. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good reason to use one, right? I don't like messes. We know, we know you don't like messes. Yeah, I don't. Like <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So you, the, the act has been completed, um, and there may have been some semen released at some point. Um, congratulations, good luck. I hope you all had a really good time. Um, the important part now is that 
you want to make sure that the penis is still erect when you remove it from whatever the orifice is, right? So if you're using condoms, you can have after sex cuddles, but you need to interrupt it and you need to withdraw. So you want to hold the base of the penis with the condom on while the penis is still erect and then remove it, making sure not to spill any of that semen. And the reason you want to remove it as soon as possible after any orgasm is because then pretty soon the penis is going to start to shrink down. And as the penis shrinks, then the condom is going to be loose on there. And then if the penis has already shrunk and you start to pull out, then the condom could be left behind. So we want to make sure that as soon as possible, as soon as you are done having whatever type of sex you're having, you're going to hold the base of the condom, pull out, and then, then you're clear. Then you're Get it away from the hole. <laughs> and, then, and then you can cuddle and do all those other things that you want to do. We've talked about aftercare a lot on our show, but like aftercare is important, but you want aftercare without an STI or a baby. So like just while it's still erect, pull it out. Um, and then the very last thing that you do after you've taken it off of the penis, right? Um, and remember, the, the condom is really stretchy. When you were a little kid, you know, you'd snap balloons at people like a condom will do the same thing. So as you're taking a condom off, just be pretty careful because if you just like rip it off, semen will go flying everywhere. <laughs> so just carefully take it off and then dispose of it appropriately. Um, you are not supposed to flush toilets down the toilet. Um, you're supposed to... <laughs> Yes, definitely don't flush toilets down the toilet. That would. Oh, is that what I said? You're not supposed to flush your condoms down the toilet. Um, You're supposed to tie it in a knot, right? That keeps all of the semen in it. And then wrap it in a tissue and put it into a trash can. That's all you're supposed to do. It's really bad for the sewer system. It's really bad to uh, flush anything that's not um, toilet paper or um, something that has come out of your body (laughs) Um, in the toilet. It's really bad. It's really bad for the system. So please don't throw them away. There's no need to throw them. Sorry, there's no need to flush them. Please put them in the garbage. Yeah, straight to the garbage. When I was in college, I took an environmental class, uh, an environmental sciences class, and we took a tour of a sewer. It was it was gross, right? But uh, my class was on Monday and we went to like the water clarification staging room and there were literally thousands of condoms just floating around on the top of the pool, all filled, all tied up with semen. And it was really kind of gross, but it really showed me how important it was for you to throw it in a trash can. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do we need to say, oh, don't use two condoms. And, uh, but you know that already, I hope. Just use one. Don't use two condoms at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for every act of sex, like you can't reuse a condom and go back in for seconds and thirds. You got to use a fresh condom for each act of sex. That too. For each hole. Yeah. Yeah. For each hole. You don't want to like vagina to anus is, you know, ass to vagina. I don't know. You want to use them between holes, like new condoms between holes. All right, everybody. So we've talked about the seven step method. We've talked about a lot of the mistakes. Hopefully now you can get some condoms and try and play with them. Hopefully you're following our social media where the sex wrap, that's wrap with a W on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. uh, And you'll be able to see some kind of little contest going on next week where we're going to be sending out little condom care packages to a couple uh, lucky listeners. All right. Anything else that we need to say about condoms? Just try a bunch. You will definitely find one you like. You'll definitely find one your partner likes, no matter what they say. There's a condom out there for everyone. I mean, that's like saying I can't find any shoes that I like. There's like 
thousands of types of shoes. You're going to find at least one kind of shoe that you don't mind wearing, right? So you're going to protect yourself from what's out there. Find something that you like, find something that fits well, and then enjoy yourself. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. If you have any questions about this episode, any other questions about condoms or anything else about relationships or sex or sexual health, we'll literally talk to you about anything. We'd love to hear from you. You can send us your questions via email. We are thesexwrap at gmail.com. You can call us at 413iRapid and you can send us DMs on our social media. We're thesexwrap at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for listening, everyone. Use some condoms. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.